guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. On one hand, really impressive children of the world. <laughs> they are. I searched for talented kids on YouTube, and it, like, I couldn't find a short enough video because all of these compilations were like 20 minutes. This one was like four and I was halfway through and I was like, this is great, really great. But also on the other hand, what is wrong with me? <laughs> like these kids, this kid was on a snowboard. I could ne- I'd never in my life been able to snowboard. Um, that one where he uh, like, uh, he gets the, the, whatever was on the guy's head and he hockeys it off of his head, you know, uh, the nunchucks. Do we see nunchucks in this one? I'm not sure. Because I was looking at like a couple different things. And this kid, just like the most serious little child I have ever seen in my life. And he's like nunchucking, nunchucks, nunchucks. He's nunchucking his cares away. And uh, and I look at this and think like, I, all of those things are the things I'm bad at. <laughs> We're all made up of like strengths and weaknesses, right? Like I know that there are things in here and all of those things I'm bad at. There are things I'm good at, but it's hard for me to remember those things when I watch these children be just so much better than me at so many things. Um, So it's great, but also it's a little disappointing in myself. (laughs) I know that everyone in this room is good at some things. You're you're bad at some things. I'm willing to admit that. Let's be realistic. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to be like a parent that says you are incredible at everything. I I just won't do that. Maybe you have one of those parents that's like, you're amazing at basketball and you're like four and a half feet tall. And, and, and here's the thing. You may do some like really great basketball in middle school. You'll probably never be in the NBA. But like, but I'm just here to tell you the truth. But here's the thing. You are good at something else, like fitting into small places. Thank you for the short people in this world. Like I'm very tall. And so being tall is great. I would never choose switch it for being short. But like people to ask me to like reach things. Camden and I were just talking about this. She's always being asked to reach things and like carry stuff. And, and it's fine. I'll, I'll take that over being short. Everyone in this room, you're, <laughs> you're good at some things and you're bad at some things. And I know that you are at a particular time in your life where this conversation is important because you are right now figuring out a lot of those things. You are trying things that you're like, I hated that. And this other thing, like, I really love that. And like, you're trying to see the things you love to do and hate to do and the things you're good at and bad at and hope that you can find something that you're good at and you love. Like, I am good at like math. I don't care to do math. I don't live to do math, but I can do it. I, I would love to play tennis like Tristan. But I just can't. I'm just bad at it. <laughs> there are, I just hope that each and every one of you find something that you're good at and you love to do. That's right in the sweet spot. But I know that you are in a time in your life where you're trying to figure out those things. Tonight, we're talking about this wonderful, amazing festival called Fine Arts. So in this room, who has been involved in Fine Arts before? Put up your hand. If you've been in, my hand is up because I've been involved in Fine Arts since I was like 12 years old. Thank you. Um, Fine Arts is an amazing opportunity for us to, um, to glorify God with the things he has made us talented at. And, and he's given us the opportunity to discover our gifts. This is like the idea of fine arts is to discover your gifts, to develop them, to like get better at them, and then to deploy them and use them for his glory in some way or another. So that's what fine arts is all about, discovering our gifts, deploying them, and or discovering them, developing, and deploying them. We love fine arts here. It's been a huge part of my life. And uh, there are all kinds of different ways to get involved in fine arts. So you can do like a solo category where all you have to do is get a track in your room and do a, a human video or do a song, um, all kinds of different solo activities. You can do like a writing or an art piece where you create this thing and then you submit it and they, you know, take, they 
take a look at it and critique it. There's also group categories where you can get together with a bunch of friends and make some sort of music or drama or something like that. So many ways to get involved with fine arts. There's also like different levels of competition. We'll talk about that somehow, some a little bit better. We'll talk later. We'll talk. What am I saying? Um, we'll talk about we'll talk about the different levels of competition and stuff later, and find some of the things that we're not good at and pleasantly surprised by some of the things that we are good at, stuff like that. Um, right now, before we get into the fine arts fair that we're going to talk about a little bit later, I want to talk about the biblical perspective that fine arts is coming from and, and why it's important for us to use our gifts that God has given us. So tonight we're going to talk about a man named Moses. And uh, if you've been in here for a fine arts fair in the past, you could probably do this message yourselves because I'm going to say some of the same things that I've been saying for years um, because I want you to remember it. And this is one of the many things I'd really like you to remember forever. So we're talking about Moses tonight, Moses and the burning bush. So if you went to Sunday school or VBS, you know, some, you have some idea what's going on here with the Moses and the burning bush. This is found in Exodus 4. So if you don't know the story, I'm going to give you a little background. Moses was a shepherd, which meant he was Taking, he was shepherding sheep. He was little Bo peeping it. And um, one time he was in. The, he saw he was on a mountain and he saw a bush that was on fire, but it wasn't burning up. It wasn't turning into ash, which was odd. What was more odd was when the bush said his name, <laughs> and so that was a little disconcerting for our friend Moses. Um, so he's checking out this bush, and the bush is talking to him, and they have this really nice conversation. And we find that this bush that's on fire but not turning into ash is God communicating in this wild way. Um, and the smart Bible people will call it this a theophany. And what that means is it's God showing up, God intersecting, God showing up some way to humanity. Because at this point, Jesus had not, God had not come in the form of Jesus. So he's doing all these other things, different secret ways where he's kind of showing himself. And in this case, in a burning bush that wasn't turning into ash. So Moses and the burning bush slash God have this great conversation. And we're going to talk about three things that God said to Moses in that time. And I believe he's saying to us as well in this idea of using our gifts. And these th three things he said were, what is that in your hand? Throw it on the ground take it by the tail. What is that in your hand? Throw it on the ground, take it by the tail. I'll explain what he meant to Moses and what he's saying to us as well. So let's read this whole passage. Uh, I'm going to break it down a piece at a time, but first of all, let's all read it. I'll read aloud while you read along, all right? right. Exodus 4, 2 through 5. Then the Lord asked him, I'll read, I'm sorry, I'll read aloud. You read oh. just in the long in your head, okay. sorry, for the confusion there. You said it and I was like, thank you, dear. I appreciate that. <laughs> let us read. Let me read. I'm saying it again. I'm being confusing again. All right. Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. So God says, what do you got there? Moses says, a stick. He throws it on the ground. The stick turns into a snake. And God said, yes, I meant to do that. Now pick up that snake. And Moses just does because he's amazing. And it turns back into 
a staff. God, thank you so much for your word and what we can learn from it, how we can see what you spoke to people throughout history and how that, why that matters to what we are doing, why that matters to our lives tonight. So God, guide our conversation tonight. And I pray that the words that come out of my mouth are not from me, but you are, uh, that they're dripping with your spirit and your purpose and your vision for what you're going to do in this room. God, we thank you. In your name we pray. Everybody said, amen. Amen. The first thing God asked Moses to do, he, or well, asked in general, he asked him, what is that in your hand? What is that in your hand? So like I said, Moses was a shepherd, and this was natural. Shepherds, you've seen little Bo Peep. Shepherds carry the staff, had a hook on the end, had lots of uses like taking care of predators. They'd whack a wolf or whatever. They would like rescue a sheep that had like fallen in a ditch, like all kinds of things they would use the staff for. God did not ask Moses, what is that in your hand? Because he didn't know. God knows everything. So why did he ask this question? Not to discover what was in his hand, but God was trying to shift Moses' attention to his resources. He said, what do you got there? So that Moses would realize what he had. Because right now he's just looking at a bush that's talking to him. He's like scared out of his mind. So he's like, hey, Moses, hello, come on. What's that in your hand? And he goes, a stick? <laughs> Moses, God says, yes, correct. That is a stick. <laughs> This is what I think. I, I look at this and I think that God is saying the same thing to you and I. He's saying, what is that in your hand? Because each and every one of us have resources, strengths, things that we're good at, that we're holding in our hand and, and God is trying to direct our attention to those resources. So for you, you may not have a staff, but you may have a screwdriver or a wrench because you just love fixing cars. You may have a football because you're a quarterback. You may have um, some other sports ball. You may have a microphone because you're a great singer uh, or some other instrument because you're a musician. God is saying to us, what is that in your hand to draw our attention to our resources? I had uh, some difficulty when I was a child and, and I've told this story many, many times. <laughs> Don't stop me if you've heard it. Um, I was in fourth grade and I was like, I'm gonna try wrestling because I've been talking about this recently. My parents made me play a lot of sports I hated them all. I wasn't good at them, and I hated them, so I don't know why I had to do this. But I was like, wrestling, that kind of looks like fun. Let me try that. And so I tried wrestling. And if you don't know anything about like high school wrestling, they roll out this giant mat. It's like this thick, and it weighs like, like 45 elephants. And, and so at the beginning of practice, we would roll out this giant mat over the basketball court. So we're at the beginning of my third practice, third practice. And so I'm jumping over the mat to help the team push it out. The team did not get the memo that I was only halfway over the mat. They began pushing the mat, crushing my foot, breaking my foot <laughs> at my third practice of wrestling, and I have never wrestled since. Aww. Yeah, awe is the correct response. That is a sad story. I could be John Cena right now, but instead, I'll never know if I was going to be a great wrestler. So I learned my lesson. Wrestling is not going to be my thing. Um, and maybe it was, I don't know. I didn't discover that. But um, God has given us, everyone in this room, he's given you a talent. He's given you some sort of gift, ability, and he wants you to realize what you have. Fine arts is so important because it helps us discover our gifts. We need to take the time to try things out and discover what we're good at. Because God's saying, what is that in your hand? The next thing God said to Moses was, throw it on the ground. So he's got this stick. He says, what? A stick? Yes, a stick. God says, throw it on the ground. So he takes his staff and he throws it. I, I cannot even imagine what he thought was about to happen, but his staff turns into a snake. And listen, I know this sounds like CGI. We believe this is a history book, that this happened. God was interacting with people and he turned that stick into a snake right before Moses' eyes. So God is saying the same thing to us. What is that in your hand? Now, 
throw it on the ground. Because when Moses was obedient to God, as he said, throw it on the ground, he was dedicating that stick to God. He was dedicating his, his most important resource and tool. He was dedicating it to God with obedience saying, it's yours. And God is saying to us, what is that in your hand? Is it, is it a sports ball? Is, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop saying that. <laughs> is it a microphone? Is it a guitar? Is it a screwdriver? Is it a paintbrush? Is it, a, is it nail polish? Is it uh, some sort of makeup tool? <laughs> I'm getting myself stuck today. <laughs> What is that in your hand? He's saying, whatever that is, whatever the gift I've given you, throw it on the ground. Dedicate it to me. That's a whole step. Throw it on the ground before God. I was uh, in high school when my friend was like starting this band. And he was like, darn, there's only like two of us. And so they had a guitarist and they had a drummer. And they said, you know what? We need a bassist. And, And they were like, I know this guy. He would love to learn bass. And I was like, yes, accept me. And, and I learned to play bass so that I would have these friends. <laughs> and, and he taught me how to play bass. And I learned harmony so that I could sing in this band. And it was super fun. Yes, I was in a band. That's as cool as it sounds. I got paid to play music. That was really cool. So at some point or another, he like stabbed me in the back and there was no band anymore. And, and so, and Phil, if you're listening to this, I have forgiven you. <laughs> but you're not listening. Um, I had these gifts that God, that God had used this situation. I believe this is orchestrated by God to teach me the bass. So I have the beginning skills of this bass guitar and singing, and I don't have a band anymore. So I, I came to this crossroads. I, we weren't a Christian band. It wasn't like anything real nasty or anything, but it was not worship music. It was not necessarily for the glory of God. But I came to a point where I had to realize I have these gifts, and God was saying to me, throw it on the ground. Take those talents, this path that I have put you on, that you learned the bass, that you began to be in bands and uh, be a musician in general. Take that gift that I've given you and throw it down at my feet. And later I'll tell you a little bit about that. But I don't mean to tell you like how great I am, but I want to show you that everyone has this opportunity. Everyone has, uh, has something in their hand that you can throw down before God and dedicate to him. It is that easy. Just like Moses threw his staff in obedience to God, threw it on the ground. We can do that too. What is that in your hand? Throw it on the ground. So God asked Moses this question, what is that in your hand? He, he, in, he asked for obedience when he said, take it. He said, throw it on the ground. And this third thing that he said to Moses was take it by the tail. So Moses's staff snake slithering around and God has made his point at this, point, at this juncture. And, and he says, Moses, you've been obedient. You've recognized your resources. Now pick it up. Take it by the tail. And I imagine Moses was like, excuse me though, that's a snake. I'm not gonna touch that. And um, I used to say like, smart guy picking it up by the tail because that's the end with no teeth. I have since learned that you, know, you don't do that. Like if there's a snake, you wanna pick it up by the teeth end so you know where the teeth are. <laughs> you with me? Like if you pick it by the, by the tail, like they have bones and they just like, bite you <laughs> instantly. So what you do is you step on its head and you pick it up by the head so you know exactly where the teeth are. That tail end can hit you all over and it doesn't matter. So, so God was saying, Moses, you know how to handle snakes because he's a shepherd. These snakes have threatened his sheep before. He says, Moses, you know how to, how to um, do these things. You have these skills. You know how to take care of a snake because you pick it up by the head. Listen to me. Take it by the tail. 
Moses was a brave man of God, and he did what he was told to do. He picked up the snake by the tail, and as he did that, this snake turned back into his staff. And God said, that magic, dare I say magic, <laughs> that, that sign is what he says, is what you're going to show to people when they say, what do you mean you talk to God? You're going to throw your stick on the ground and show them a snake. And this is what God has said to Moses. I believe he's saying the same thing to us. He's saying to us, what is your resource dedicated to me? Now pick it up and do something with it. Because Moses used this staff in a big way. Like the rest of Moses' ministry, he had this staff by his side. He used it to part the Red Sea. He used it in battle. Like he would raise his staff over armies and their side would win. Like God used this resource that Moses had to do his work. And he's saying the same thing to us. Take it, pick it up. Take it by the tail. Take the gift that I've given you that you've dedicated to me. Pick it up and use it for my glory. Use it to take ground for God's kingdom, to do God's work. There's a man named Ted Engstrom, and he's a smart guy, and he wrote books and, and stuff like that. He tells a story that I just love. I've been telling it for so long. I love it. He said he's cleaning out a desk in his attic or something that he'd like forgotten about. And in this desk, he finds a flashlight. And he's like, cool, flashlight. I need a flashlight. That's really great. He turns on the flashlight and it doesn't work. And he's like, you know, that's weird because I know that there were fresh batteries in that flashlight. And that flashlight could, has not been used in years. Why doesn't it work? So he takes off the cap to, to check the batteries and he turns it upside down and nothing happens. If you've seen like a flashlight that you've left for a long time, you kind of know what he saw when he looked inside. <laughs> he saw the battery had leaked battery acid and corrosion all over the place, ruin the flashlight and the batteries, it's all over. So why, if he took this fresh batteries, put it in a, a working flashlight and put it in a safe place where it couldn't be disturbed, it couldn't be harmed, and it ruined the flashlight. And I look at what God has put in me and the gifts that God has given me, and I see that I need to use those gifts or they're gonna go rotten. They're going to spoil. God has given you talents and he's made you up in a very special way so that he can use you to do something. Not so that you can just sit on your gifts and say, I'm great and this is great and I'm safe and I'm protected and I'm great. He has given you gifts and you've dedicated them to him so that he can take ground through you. Just like he did with Moses, just like he used that staff in huge ministry ways. So, so I'm in this band, I'm not in this band, and I have these gifts, and I dedicate them to God and said, all right, I'm going to do a band for fine arts. All right, I'm going to be in my church's worship band for youth group, and suddenly the senior pastor asked me to worship lead on a Sunday morning, and now worship, I've had the opportunity to lead worship for all kinds of different events all over the state, and, and God has used the gifts that he's given me that I've discovered and developed. He's given me opportunities to deploy them for his work. And I, again, I don't say that because of how awesome I am, but, but you have these gifts and he's giving you opportunities to discover them, to develop them, and then deploy them for ministry, just like Moses did. He's saying, what's in your hand? Dedicate it to me. Now pick it up and do something with it. Tonight, we're gonna have an opportunity to learn about fine arts so that we can deploy our gifts. We can figure out what we're good at, get better, develop those things, and then deploy them for what God has, for the, the path that God has for us. And again, this is gonna look different for every person in this room because we're all made in a, in a very unique way with different talents and abilities. And so for you, if you're, maybe you are a great musician. So 
maybe you need to join a worship band. Maybe you need to worship God through music. Maybe you are into sports and you're on these teams and God has given you a, a relational position in people's lives so that you can witness to your friends. Maybe God has just made you funny. <laughs> you're like, I don't really know what it is, but people just laugh when they're around me. Maybe God has given you this special connection that you can relate with people and build relationships so that people can see the joy of God in you and you can tell them about him because of it. This is a journey. It, it was a, a quick journey for Moses, but for us, we, get, we have to spend some time in it. And you are at a different point in this journey. Maybe for you, you need to discover what's in your hand. God is saying to you, what is that? What are your resources? Figure them out. Maybe he's saying to you, you have an idea of what you're good at. Now get better. Develop those gifts. Dedicate them to me through it. Or maybe you know what you're good at and you've developed them and you've decided to dedicate them to him. But you need to just do something about it. You need to plug into a ministry to serve. You need to mentor a friend to help them get better at it. We're all on this journey. And tonight, I want you to be thinking about where you are on this journey and how you can get involved in fine arts, how you can uh, discover, develop, or deploy a gift that God has given you. I want that for you. As we plug in, this is God's design for us to work together to take ground for him. I want you to know what that's like. So tonight, I, I would love for you to consider getting involved in fine arts or, or a, a way to serve around here, some way to use your gifts for God. Use your gifts to take ground in God's kingdom. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for what we can learn about what you said to Moses and why that matters in my life. God, I pray people in this room that you would help us discover the gifts that you've put in us. You've made each and, each and every one of us unique and special and talented and with strengths and weaknesses. So God, I pray you reveal those things to us. God, I pray that you would help us develop those gifts and dedicate them to you. And I pray you would show us uh, ways to deploy those gifts for ministry, whether it's joining a, a team at Apex, joining a team at Harvest, um, serving in our community, or doing fine arts. I pray that you would give us that path tonight, that you would help us see the next step for us. Help us to get closer to you as we dedicate our lives and our gifts to you, God. We love you and we praise you. In your precious name we pray. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.